0: Thank you for joining us again. This is day number 177. And we wanted to continue with the thought from yesterday. Hopefully you have the recording and able to listen and share it. Because love includes discipline. This is part two. Um, So here is what we were talking about in verses uh, 10 through 17. Now, therefore, the sword, this is the message that came to David, you know, after being busted by Nathan, with the issue of you know um, Bathsheba and killing her husband and all that stuff. Now, therefore, the sword shall never depart from thine house, because thou hast despised me, and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. And thus saith the Lord: Behold, I will raise up, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house, and I will take thy wives from before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbour. And he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of the sun. For thou didst this secretly. But I will do this thing before all Israel and before the sun. And David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord hath also put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. How be it? Because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed from his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David, and it was sick. David therefore besought God for the child, and David fasted, went in, lay all night on the earth. And It came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. Listen to verse 20. Then David arose from the earth, washed and anointed himself, changed his apparel, and came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Did you get that? See, the strange thing about our experiences on earth is that we live each day with a focus on time, months and years, and that's something we must do, right? But when it comes to death, we are to look at it from an eternal perspective. And again, I don't have all the answers here. I'm just trying to share with you what I sense is true based on how and what I see in the word of God and the overall principles. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, at that point, right, you receive the gift of eternal life with him. This is an amazing gift that we receive by faith of eternal life with him, although we are to properly number our days to use them wisely. We also have to understand that the real measurement of what is good and bad depends on eternity, how it ends up in the long run, right? Death is horrible. Death is an enemy to our purposes on earth. But from an eternal experience, God settles everything during eternity that was not allowed to finish in time. The child died as a result of David's actions. The child didn't do anything wrong, right? So someone would look at this and say, hey, hey, look, look, look at this. The child, the baby didn't do anything wrong. We have to admit the child didn't do anything wrong. There are things that God does in this life that boggle the mind. The only way God can allow death to take place like this is that he must have a way to make it right during eternity. I can't prove it. I can't explain it. But I see the pattern throughout the Bible because God talks about how he loves justice. He loves mercy. See, the maximum punishment for King David was not the death of King David. The maximum punishment for King David was the death of the child. The innocent one died, and David had to watch. It happened in real time. Man, what do you think hurt David the most? The public embarrassment? The public shame, all of his business out? Or the death? Of, his, of an innocent child. See, I want to really, really be careful here because this does not fully explain all that God is doing. And we're talking about changing our mind, changing our heart, changing our understanding. I'm, I'm only speaking of those things when God is working in your life to change your personal behaviors, right? Right? And and pain and suffering and death has come into your life. You have to seek God to understand what has taken place, because sometimes, sometimes listen. Sometimes we think that it is God doing something like this. But sometimes it's something totally different. We have to pause and see what is really going on. That's really what I'm, I'm talking about here. When life gets difficult and painful, don't just automatically react as everyone else does. I had uh, one of my mentors, a great man of God, shared with me, and it's, it's been beautiful um, over my life. I had some great men and women of God share with me some very powerful moments of their life. And I remember he'd be talking to me about a time in his life when he was deathly sick. I mean, he, he knew he was going to die. Muscles were, were um, um, disappearing or, or shrinking in his body, right? And, and later showed me his hands. You could see where some muscles never came back. I recall what he was saying. He knew he was going to die. He had prepared his life and his spirit for death got everything in order between him and God, but he lived. And after living, he got off track with God. He told me there was a part of him that believed, listen to this, that it would have been better for him to die while he was prepared than to continue to live and mess up. Now, I don't know if that part is you know, correct or not. But one of the interesting things about he messed up and he got right with God again. Somehow in all of that, he got back to the heart of God. See, I do know that my friend had an eternal perspective about death. Whatever, listen, whatever you have experienced in this life, whatever you have lost, and however pain has come your way, What am I saying? Don't leave or walk away from God. And if you do, if it gets so painful that you turn your back on God and you say, I'm not going to trust God ever again, blah, 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 whatever it might be. I, I, I am saying, let there come a time when you turn back to God. And I am praying for somebody. I believe this message is being sent to encourage somebody to come back to the temple and come back to your time of worship with God. It's time for you to go back and sit again before God and see what God wants to work through you. It's time for you to live with God again. Yes, things have died. Relationships did not work. I mean, oh, you've gone through horrible experiences, losses unbelievable and I I cannot I cannot in any way claim to know how that is for you I know how it feels when I'm in pain I don't know how it feels for you but what I am urging what I am saying now that when life hits you like that let's use David as an example man he fought as hard as he could in prayer Man, let's pray, let's believe, let's trust. And when death came, it became clear that, that prayers, those prayers would not be answered. He got up and he went before God and he worshipped. Let me encourage you. Go before God. No matter what you've been going through, no matter what has been happening, let's get before God. Father, Help us, Lord Jesus, help us. Help us, help us. Yes, help us. Because some of us in our worship, it will be worship and crying, it would be worship and pain, it would be worship and, and shouting out to you, but help us to get back to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Thank you, Lord.